0: In the Deuce is wild where if you're tired of being woke. But, <laughs> what did I say?
1: <laughs> no, you said it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you were right.
0: Oh, you just interrupted me to be zany? To be goofy
1: this morning? I've never used uh Simon for Zany, but sure. Yeah, I mean that's
0: that's get the energy on. That's how I felt about it. Oh, anyway. <laughs> this is wild where if you're tired of being woke, let's take a nap. Let's not off for a second. You don't like it? You looking around. You don't like the slogan?
1: No, I I'm liking the
0: I'm liking where it's going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. Chill out.
1: No, no, that's good. It's good. It's uh, good.
0: So we were just touching on something.
1: So you already getting, you're getting started early. So not that I'm the largest J Cole fan in the world. Yeah, but I do like his music. Okay, and I do feel that last project was was pretty solid. I liked it. It was a very different sound from him. He was talking his shit. He was in his bag. I I, I digged it.
0: No, no, I fuck with J Cole. J Cole is talented. It's just that his music can be a bit of a snooze fest at time. I feel like
1: this one definitely wasn't.
0: I don't. I don't. What agree. was that? That's a gasp.
1: Oh, I, I you can't believe. Heart it.
0: No, I just don't. I I, I, I. I. A lot of music today is Pride a is lot the of devil. <sighs> that was that was a pretty solid song. It's you might not remember it, but it, no, I, I don't remember the words. Like his, I. I. I have nothing. Uh, like stamped in my memory because it's unmemorable. It's not. It's like eighty-five South. Like the first couple of songs are decent. And then like all of his albums, it just trailed off towards the end. I feel like Or well, a lot of albums these days do that. That's true. But
1: I feel like with Cole, if I can play an album, this is just my personal opinion, if I can play an album repeatedly
0: and I genuinely find myself enjoying the music, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. I mean that's that's on a personal level, yeah, I mean everybody has that, like, nah, I like Baby King, but I don't necessarily. I'm not gonna sit out here and I can't play that kind and and beat my chest about Baby King because I, I, know I know it's very niche. It's just for me. I can't, but that's okay. That's Kendrick's cousin, One, so Baby it's very King Kendrick is Lamar.
1: Baby Kendrick,
0: it's Kendrick. Yeah, it's
1: now, I'm not gonna kid. He says they sounded like he has influences. Is obvious. Yeah, I'm really. I'm just always interested in you and uh, another friend of ours who's. Very hard on J Cole. I get what you. I get your critique. Yeah. Because I forget the one project. Um, not that we want to talk about this. K O D. Uh, but with the yeah, that may have been what it was. Yeah. That one I was like, I get the critique. It's the content. I get where he's doing. Yeah. It's important, but I have to admit, sonically, I was bored. I'm it, not gonna lie.
0: It's not him. It's the sound of the whole thing, which he's a part of. So I guess it's him. But okay. Yeah, it's I, snooze fest. Yeah, I, <laughs> You Definitely take a nap With that shit It definitely falls in line With our show Take a nap Listen to J. Cole Damn I mean I mean he's woke though He's I I, I, As a dude Yeah He's doing the right things He's got his own shoe He's with Puma But his music I'd rather listen to someone else Hmm Okay Right now Like I don't get it From one artist anymore Kendrick is I don't know what he's doing. Taking a sabbatical, whatever the fuck. So I have to like piece other like different rappers together. So Lil Wayne and Rich the Kid got a project out, Trust Fund Babies, which is decent. So I got I got to pull from like random people and just try to find something I like. Is it
1: Vintage Wayne or is it Wayne going
0: on few Because Wayne kind of I won't say he fall. He's falling off. Well, Vintage Wayne is from a, a bygone time in rap. Like people, I don't think it is. Yeah, you know, bars ain't. Bar, bars ain't what they used to be. Bars, if you are looking, if you're listening
1: to the, I won't say right content,
0: a certain type of artist, okay. it's still there. This is a quick gauge of where my boy is coming from because I know him. Griselda, would you say Griselda is, uh, the the music that Griselda makes, I appreciate it, but is it modern music? I don't think so. No, it's it's from a bygone time. I wouldn't say it's
1: bygone. I would say... I would say to your point, people just are copying what's like really what sales and pushes numbers and streams. I hear that. But I personally like Griselda's music. Am yeah. I in these streets? Can I go like, oh yeah, I'm in niggas ass selling drugs? No. <laughs> but I enjoy
0: like the effort they put into the music. Griselda is a new Wu-Tang. I like that. I like the, that. It's like a it's comparison. like a Wu-Tang very uh in the in in the basement but type don't of sound
1: feel. dated to me. It sounds, it doesn't like one thing with logic. I know, like, was that I liked Logic back in the day, but he sounded like he was trying to replicate trap, call,
0: quest, other types of music. Not, when he, got, well, not when he got, when not when you started doing trap beats, when he started being on trap beats, he wasn't doing that no more. <laughs> the, difference, the difference with Griselda is they sound like this old New Yorker, which we we've moved on from. Like the South is winning now, so everything sounds country, quote unquote country or southern.
1: I wouldn't say Griselda sounds dated though. I get like I hear like I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I don't listen to the music and go like this sounds like a song that
0: was came from the night. So it gives me Wu Tang. It gives me new Wu Tang. Like if Wu Tang came out with shit today, they would sound like that. That was that would be the sound. They do I mean well I mean they they, yeah, they still do come out with shit and it, it sounds sound like, like to me it doesn't. To me, Wu Tang, I still love like, different projects that come out. Well And then you gotta understand like Griselda's still using new producers. They just those producers are just intelligent enough to make old shit.
1: But what, what I'm saying is that to me, when I listen to like, uh, like Ghostface, like some of his latest projects, I like them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they don't sound, they sound like Ghostface trying to rap on like modern beats.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's not bad, but... It's Met the Man does that shit, too. And it's not bad, but to me, when I listen to Griselda, it sounds more It natural. is bad, Al. I'm going
1: to say it's bad. It's
0: horrible. Know. Okay. It's Al. like Jay-Z and Nas doing that shit. You sound like a dinosaur <laughs> in a car. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You're trying to put something that's Nas old and something that's modern. No, it doesn't... It doesn't huh? The new Nas, Al, I thought it was solid. That's fine. People can buy that shit all they want to. It doesn't... It doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird. Like it? No, no, I like some of the songs, but I'm talking about you coming out with an album. You're not coming out with an EP. So I'm listening to an album, and your album sounds funny. When you got this mix mm. of old and new, and you just not really conceptualize in a way that I can listen to it straight through. No, I have to pick a song here and there and then get off of it and go to something else. I mean, and back in the day, you used to just be able to put a CD in your Walkman and go to school. Or go to work. Or go to whatever. Walkman. All right, Grandpa. I'm telling you about back in the day. <laughs> I clearly use the words back in the day. I've outdated myself. That's fine. I'm back a grown-ass man. I'm not I a kid. I call you on the telephone. I was born in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Like I, I, I remember tapes. We had boiled eggs with vinegar on
1: them. <laughs> no, anyway. I get what you're saying. But Interesting. I guess uh, a long time ago, I adopted this dance. Like I can't always. I didn't have to. Accept the project for what it is. No artist can stay at that peak level forever. Either to your point, just they just age out. Because mm-hmm. Jay Z and Nas still lyrically are solid, but to your yeah. point, they sound they can sound a little. It sounds off.
0: It sounds stiff. Mm. But it's not their fault because the beats are so busy.
1: You know who I blame? Mm.
0: You know what? I, I blame the fans.
1: I blame people for everything. And, and let me let me be more clear with that. One thing I've, I don't like about rap culture mm-hmm. is that like they treat music as very throwaway. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot, of, and I know sometimes we, we talk about somebody from maybe songs from like the '80s. Okay, uh, but today they're, they're kind of whack now. Mm-hmm. But I hate like there's always this notion where I don't care what you did like a few years ago, even if it's fire. I only want to hear what's right now. And I'm like, I don't know, you make to me, you make good music. It's a good music to me is timeless.
0: Just saying, I feel you in that because I feel like a lot of. Like this is just this generation, they don't care about what came before them. Like I'm I'm like the new show Wonder Years. Yeah. First of all, somebody tell Wonder Years that you're just everybody hates Chris. But anyway, <laughs> 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 the Wonder Years, the new show with with black people. I just wish they should have did the Wonder Years based off of someone growing up in the 80s and the 90s. It would allow kids today to have a better appreciation. Like every time we talk about the Wonder Years, We go back to the fucking 60s and early 70s, which I understand the country changed then. Mm -hmm. Before the 60s, there was a lot more positivity, even though we just came off the Great Depression and a war, there was more positivity in America because we came off of that war and we felt triumph. So in the 60s, you got Kennedy getting assassinated, you got... Another candidate, another one of his brothers getting assassinated, politicians getting assassinated, leaders getting assassinated, serial killers popping up. It's kind of a change of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I understand of bringing that all to the forefront for the one the years, but I just feel like it's, it's too far back. You, these kids have no appreciation of something as recent as the 80s and the 90s. It's a very poor appreciation. Like back in the 80s and the 90s when we were growing up, we would listen to James Brown. We would listen to Stevie Wonder. And we liked that music. We appreciated it. We That's didn't so, shit so, on it. Yeah. Hip hop sampled it. Yeah. But nowadays, we people don't give a fuck about who Rakim is. They don't give a fuck about Notorious BIG anymore. Tupac you is think so? Yeah, people are getting tired of the Tupac and Biggie shit. Like young kids don't want to hear that shit no more. Their their favorites are their goat is probably Jay-Z.
1: Okay, I would say Pac music does sound more dated than Biggs. Well, <laughs> So I get from their perspective, like sonically, they're
0: like, what, what is this? Tupac is, was all emotion. It was like watching Alan Iverson on the hip-hop record. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's all heart and like all the technical shit out the window, because I got all this talent. Mm. But the music itself is a time. The, the beats, the beats yeah. is just not. See, even with Big, what you do is when you sample, and even Tupac got these songs, that those samples that you know you should hear, you know those samples, mm-hmm. those are classic timeless songs because those true. samples ring throughout time. Those old school hits ring throughout time. Bad Boy did more of that. That's true. Than That's true. wherever Tupac was because he's in several different labels throughout his career. I felt like when Dre was there, they did sample some of the West Coast. Man, Dr. Coast. Dre didn't even like Tupac. Let's talk yeah. about that. Didn't even want to give him— California love. He was pissed off at the fact that he had to give him this shit. And I would be, too. That's a fucking masterpiece. And he wanted to do something with it himself. And Suge said, no, that's for Tupac. I mean, that's a smart move, though. I mean, it's a smart move. Because, I mean, but Doctor, I, I trust Dr. Dre's moves. If he felt like he wanted to use it for a chronic two or something, or whatever the fuck he wanted to do, I would have trusted that. Dr. Dre... Is undoubtedly one of the greatest producers, the greatest hip hop producer of all time. Uh, because he 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 has himself produced acts that have produced acts that have produced acts. I don't know. I, he's produced the most. He's, the most successful acts. hands down. So,
1: I'm defining it by just sure talent, not success. Clearly, success wise, I can't really think of anybody.
0: Who would rival him? Okay, well, so possibly. just talent-wise, if you go with just talent-wise, first of all, that's very it's very subjective. Ta- um,
1: okay, talent with success. success.
0: Maybe not his success, but DJ
1: Premier to me is a legend. Nowhere near. I disagree. I disagree. Oh my god, he doesn't have
0: the same sort of like commercial success, but Premier he is has still no fighting. crossover. Is that that crossover? I said another. no. No, no. I'm saying even to another genre. I didn't say he has to be pop music. I, even to another genre at all, We're it does matter. It, Not for me. Okay, you're just talking about hip-hop I'm producers. About hip-hop. Because yeah. you said producer. I'm
1: so, well, Dre's known as a hip-hop producer. That's what he's known as. To
0: but the Dre, is a, Dre, Dre, Dre produces hip-hop by using other genres, like funk uh, or whatever else. DJ Premier is just on a beat machine with a turntable. And still and, fire. It's very basic beats, though. That, thats what the fuck I'm talking about. The now, 1980s and whoa, whoa, whoa. 90s beats premiere with the stuff he did with uh, Royce. Prime fire sounds like something out of the 90s, Come on, bro. You killed me? No, no, I'm You're, fine. No, 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 it's fire. Me. I have appreciation for the music, but it sounds like something out of the 90s. Mm, fire. Barely have hooks. Fire. Okay, you no, like no, that? You it. <laughs> like it? You like fire. it? That doesn't make it. My that it, I like it's very it. no. I, I like rejuvenated
1: it too. Royce's career outside Royce. of Royce. That reju- and that, re- that rejuvenated, or at least gave people more look at, hey, premieres. Like
0: rejuvenated fire. to what? Because what is he doing now? Say, in the sense of like,
1: Royce had a very niche following up until that time. It's still niche because it's the it hip, grew. It's old school hip hop. It grew though because it's like, oh, wait a minute. Kind of, oh, he's spending. It's he's Griselda. It's, it's that shit all over again. I feel like you're displaying, like you're, you may be discounting that because the, some of the kiddies don't like it. Well, you said.
0: That gave, uh, rejuvenated his career. Yes, meaning cats outside who a, are artist career can only be rejuvenated, and become more popular, and he hasn't really. I think yes,
1: I think he's makes he's healthy amongst thirty five and up. No, I think amongst people who are younger who also like that genre of hip hop, but also his core fan base. I think that's one of the mistakes. I want you're not saying this. The mistakes that we make in hip hop is that if you aren't Billboard then you're like, oh, you're trash, you're whack. It's like, no. 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 I think there is a, a pretty good number of artists who may never crack that whole Drake, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole kind of
0: stratosphere, but they are, have a very solid career, and they, make, they have a good, solid fan base, and they make good music. But there is a certain success is going to be measured in a way by how popular the music is. It Depends. Because it has to reach ears. Uh, success, you could. I guess it depends how you define it. Because, I mean, you could come out with an album every year and five people love that shit and gonna talk about your shit every day, Tech- but nope, it doesn't grow past those well, five but people. Tech Nine has a cult following. Tech Nine does mm. very well. So Tech Nine is, is very niche. He's now, he very niche. Is he ever gonna be Jay Z level success? Probably not. You keep putting the rock on his shit, he's gonna stop being <laughs> successful. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is,
1: he has like a core, like you found that group, and I know we gotta transition other stuff. But this is my thing. I think, like a tech nine, is a perfect example of like you don't have to necessarily reach every single person who listens to like the music, you, like the type of genre you're in or kind of in. Mm-hmm. You just find that core group of people who really rock with your stuff. I know one thing: Al. And you
0: will like a, you will make a very good living. He's a he's made. Millions. I know one thing, Al. If this podcast only has a niche following, I'm blaming that shit on you because that's what you believe.
1: Hey, listen, man. I believe an art that has quality, not quantity. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope that it blows up. People love it. Awesome. But I'm not doing this with the stance of like, oh, I want to be the next. you idiots, an idiot. It's a Joe Rogan. Whatever you want to call it.
0: No, I mean, I don't do that. I mean, it's a good I get what I, you're saying. Yeah. You I mean come here and five people listen every—that's it. I, yeah, I feel you. That shows no growth. That's like a company—like, what company does that? I mean, I feel like companies take a, like a slow—most companies are slow burn. Companies push like a lot of the ones I've been in working for. They push growth every day, every day. Grow, 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 grow. And I'd be, and for me, I'd be like, "You ain't never happy with what you got." No, because every day we have to push to be bigger, 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 bigger. And that—that's just a mindset, though. But depending on your industry, that makes
1: sense. And sometimes that can be a flaw. You can grow to be too big and lose exactly what makes you special. Mm-hmm. Tell that to Amazon. Well, Amazon just, what are you talking about? Amazon's, Amazon's their core a business. Behemoth. Their core business has always been their focus.
0: Books? Selling online. Oh, because yeah. books used to be their focus. And but they grew, grew, grew. The whole grew, thing grew, was grew, selling grew, online. Grew. That grew. Now, now they sell people groceries from the internet. It's all based on this core principle. I mean, that's everybody's core principle. Now, if they're smart, they should, that they, they should be online. Frame. But that was like their framework. Yeah. I, I mean, feel what you're saying, though. You, you just have to grow. You, you you, grew past that book shit now that you sell
1: everything. But what I'm saying is, like, that art and business art, there's a
0: link, but they aren't the same. I mean, yeah, I feel you. Like, you have to be an artist, but then you also be, have to be successful, so that business mindset also has to be there. There's a whole lot of artists that are, don't have business mindsets, and maybe that's why their careers aren't where they are.
1: Yep. So, anyway— Ooh, that did not, no, J. Cole would spark
0: this, uh... Man, J. Cole is a... Uh, for real, for real style
1: debate. No, that he, He's no
0: polarizing. I, yeah, he is. Uh, for a lot of people, you, it's like you either love him or you hate him. And I'm just like, meh. And a lot of people, if you're a meh on somebody, they just automatically assume that you're hating. Mm. Somebody else I'm meh on is Kyrie Irving. So, dig go a little deeper. What do you mean? I, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't ruffle my feathers or frustrate me like some people. Like they act like as though because he says certain things and he's getting like he's he's forcing a reaction. Like when he says shit like the earth is flat. Like you He might believe that. He no, he literally said in an interview later on, they were like, You still believe the Earth is flat? Uh, he said no, but I had you thinking, didn't I? He's he's <laughs> 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 He's fucking with you at every turn, but then he has strong convictions as well. So with this vaccination thing, I I believe that he probably in the beginning was apprehensive about getting vaccinated and probably believing a lot of bullshit that was being said, a lot of uh, propaganda as far as the government's putting weird shit in the vaccinations or whatever, and then as the public created this, this fake outcry about his vaccination status, he probably uh at this point, he's so dug in and is just saying, fuck you. This is what I this is where I'm at with it. This is where I'm gonna be. I don't care if you go try to take this that away from me. You're not gonna take that away from me. Cause I mean, at some point, I feel like if you just allow him to sit still he's going to end up getting vaccinated. If you take basketball away from him long enough and he just sits there and has to think about it, he's going to get vaccinated because basketball is the most important thing in his life. That's why he is where he is. True. I don't understand. But I don't understand this vaccination thing. I think we touched on this last week. If you're vaccinated and that person isn't, why are you afraid of that person giving you the virus because you're vaccinated? Mutation. The possibility of mutation. It's already mutated past... The vaccination, anyway, the vaccines mm-hmm. that we have, there's, that this, mm-hmm. we're past the Delta variant, and the Delta variant isn't even covered by the vaccine. But that's that's part of their point,
1: is that because of the slow roll of people wanting to adhere to it, you increase the chances of things very of it multiplying it for it varying.
0: So, is this thing
1: supposed to die off when everyone gets vaccinated? That's the general premise, or or at least enough people get vaccinated to where those who get it. Who recover? They have a natural immunity. Those who are vaccinated have less of a chance of getting it, and it has nowhere to spread to. That's that's the general premise that we're going with. Okay, because the flu hasn't worked that way. The flu also no longer kills people by the millions at the
0: same rate it did a long time ago. Okay, People still die from the flu. Yeah, exactly. It's but, it, the same the same types of people that die from the COVID: older people and babies and people who are immune. To co- Immune compromised. Same types of people die from the flu.
1: But the flu has gotten to a point now where like, sometimes I get it wrong, sometimes I get it right in terms of the vaccine's effectiveness.
0: COVID-19 is nothing but a new version of SARS. We've moved past SARS. I, Without everyone getting vaccinated. But I think people, okay, I'm going to say this. I think as a
1: layperson, not saying this to you, but to myself, me thinking I know better than those who devote their lives to how to Combat these these illnesses, mm-hmm. viruses. The best way to treat them, like me going against them, like vehemently. Like no, no, you're wrong. This is I read an article. Now I know more than you know with your years of study. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh, you get your convictions. You can, but at some point, I have to. I have to go. Do I know better than those who spend their lives? I spent 20 minutes reading about this. That's true. Yeah. They've spent the last 20, 30 years, X amount of time in school or whatever it is, in direct experience. You gotta have to trust the system at some point. Trust the system. At some point, you have to, because
0: you do in some ways. I mean, yeah, the, all the shit. Like, what the fuck? I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> What's in that shit? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, at some point, you do trust your system. I'm just looking at it from his point of view. That instead of being so focused on whether or not he's vaccinated, isn't there something better to be focused on? I think a lot of this is going to a direction in which we are not respecting people's privacy. But I guess, like, what—okay, so that's what I wanted to get—like,
1: really wanted to get to. So then, in the case of Kyrie Irving, it was, you're, you're like, impeding, impeding on my right to choose. Mm-hmm. That I want to do with my
0: body. You're
1: mm-hmm. you're, you're making choices for me. Which I'm, is
0: a, a weird stance for a liberal, from a liberal point of view. I
1: mean, I feel like, I mean, in a weird way, it's in line. Just like liberals would fight against those who say women
0: shouldn't get abortions. That's what I was just going to say. Liberals will fight against people who say you shouldn't get an abortion, you're, my body, my choice, until it has to do with the vaccine. But those are two, two very different things, though. That's true. And? But it's still the same concept. Well, it's a, fa-
1: well, it's a false equivalency in that sense. If you're saying, women saying, I want to choose whether or not I want to give birth to a baby versus a vaccine. Like, to getting a vaccine, it's very different because her having a baby doesn't directly impact anyone outside of herself.
0: Not oh, that's directly. not true. Oh, that is true. Indirectly, a lot of situations, a woman having a having a baby with not knowing who the father is, or the father is a rapist, or X, Y, and Z, that child can be a burden on that mother's life, that mother's mother, that mother's family. But that's the other people, society. It's uh, through government assistance, the the rest of The rest of America, (laughs) we have to pay for these babies out of wedlock to be supported. A lot in a lot of cases, like it does directly affect other people, or even if it indirectly indirectly. affects. His vaccination is indirectly affecting people too, because if he if he still if he still quarantines and follows all his protocols, he's 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 supposed to be all by himself. At this point, in my brain, I was talking to
1: my wife about this because she isn't like you know she's a labor lawyer. Uh, This is like more of a labor issue
0: now. yeah, it, he, well, that, and that's what he says. He said he's speaking for people in other in other industries who are going through this too. But the thing is, Kyrie has the
1: luxury of sitting out. He does. I mean, that's not that's not necessarily I mean, per con to anyone else, but he has the luxury of like you know I can forego x amount of dollars, you know, while I like, play this out. The person who's a truck driver, the person who does like you know who lives pay- paycheck, exactly. doesn't have the liberty to pull a Kyrie Urban. Yep. I understand, like, hey, I don't think it's fair that you're mandating I need to get vaccinated to do my job. Yep. I understand that. But at some point, it's like, what's more important to you? Yeah, so. The illusion of
0: freedom or doing what you have to do to survive? Because you're not really free. Nobody is. So that's that's another thing. Okay, so I'm glad you said that because let's stop acting like we're this place where our rights matter when they really don't, when they— when people pick and choose when they do and when they don't matter. Your rights matter as long as it doesn't impede the larger portion of society. And that seems to be a little whimsical, whether that impedes somebody else. It's well, I mean, based off somebody else's feeling that it impedes me. I feel like, you know, uh, not being
1: a, a sociologist, but I think I'm cool if me and you live in a society, mm-hmm. I'm cool if you do whatever you want as long as it doesn't somehow negatively impact me. Mm hmm. So if you want to, I don't know, what's a random example? You want to burn trees on your land. Mm -hmm. I don't care. But if you start burning those trees to a point where it's now affecting my land, it's like, whoa,
0: Playboy, you got to cool off. I don't know how much this uh, relates, but what if you wanted to uh, create a Netflix special where you speak your mind about a certain group of people? Does that affect someone else in a way that is actually tangible and not just an opinion being spoken as a First Amendment right? Well, he's not breaking any
1: rights. We were talking about the Dave Chappelle special, what yeah. he's
0: speaking about, you
1: know, his uh, he, some views of experiences with you know the If trans they pull
0: his community. shit down, they're breaking his first amendment right.
1: If they if Netflix
0: was to cater to the pressure, uh that would be,
1: in my opinion, the wrong move. Mm-hmm. Because I think in the case of the Dave Chappelle special, I watched it, I found it funny. <laughs> um, hilarious, <laughs> and then like I saw some of the backlash. I was like, okay, let me watch it again with like the new perspective and kind of like listen. And I can see there were some parts of the jokes that were like, okay, that was a little offensive. It's comedy. There's a fine line between offensive and it's it's like okay, so an observation. It's of humor. directly offensive sometimes on purpose, but I think overall, if you watch the special, clear like there's clear like there's a clear story, and narrative, and message he's giving. Yep. And yeah. I'm like, if and I'm like, after watching it again and looking back at the critiques, I'm like, you guys aren't actually listening to what's being said. Nope. You heard a you heard a term or a joke you thought was offensive, mm-hmm. and that framed the entire rest of like your viewing
0: experience. And you know it, have, it right. highlights the the racism. <laughs> it highlights racism in a way that they have skipped the line. And that was basically his whole message is. We have been doing X, Y, and Z for equal rights for so long, but it gets ignored. And then this group steps up, and because of the members of the group, it gets directly handled or approached. Like, you may still feel like bad things happen to members of the LGBTQ community, but the overarching overarching theme is that it's wrong. When something happens to a black man... That's not the theme it's always well what did he do which is the which, which was his point like why aren't we people just like your people and it's it's a concept and a thing that's way more you have to extend a little more to be understanding of other than the person's the color of someone's skin where they came from it's kind of simple cut and dry I come from this place so I have dark I have brown skin I'm a black man. It's not that cut and dry on the other aisle, so we have to extend more latitude there and be more understanding. So, how did we get to that point and just completely skip over something as simple as the color of one's skin? Um, okay, I got a, a few thoughts.
1: So, I think the first is they intentional. I won't say they. The intentional focus initially was that there was a black activist group that was calling for the Dave Chappelle to be canceled and especially be taken down mm-hmm. to combat the very thing you're talking about where, oh, this is like there's some kind of racial undertone issue. I'm like, one one of the observations I have and I've had discussions about is, how do I say this? The majority of any group, whether we're talking trans community, gay community, the community— American society as a whole mm-hmm. is okay with the other, the other being ethnically, whatever your difference is, as long as you forego your otherness to get with the group dynamic. Mm-hmm. So if you're black and trans and you forego the black part and just accept the trans struggle, mm-hmm. you're part of the crew. Mm-hmm. But we start getting to the nuances of like, Hey, being black and trans, there's some extra levels here that you can't on your island. So I feel <clears throat> that oftentimes people from that community who are black, I'm talking about solely black people in this scenario, are forced to choose. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it's probably a better choice to choose your sexual sexuality.
0: Why? Why is that a better
1: choice? Because the majority of America, kind of to your point, they're affected by this. Mm-hmm. So by default, you're getting along with the program. Oh, so you're saying that... I can relate to your struggle. Hey, if you're trans and I'm trans and I'm... You're black. I'm white. I can get down with the whole. Yeah, we're trans. They got to. They kind of have a choice of what demographic to be a part of. Think so they, they choose the winning side. Because if you start listening to some of the arguments, they'll start throwing. They'll start mentioning things that, you know, I'm like, well, who's oppressing you specifically? Who's doing that? Well, them. Who? Who is them? Who are you talking about? You're not talking about Tyrone down the street. No. Tyrone may
0: say some stupid shit to you. But he can't oppress
1: you. He can't physically, he can't actually do anything. Now, of course, there's this violence that didn't occur, but it's a different topic. Um <laughs> so yeah, I think people being I think it's much easier for me to identify with you if we have some commonality. And to your point, some people can't look past if the only difference between you and somebody else is race, depending on where they're from. It may be hard for them to sort of get to your level because they go, Well, I don't have some of the tr- struggle restrictions that has, has no one that no has it, so I don't really know what to do with that.
0: Mm-hmm. So they kind of it's easier just to ignore it, frankly. Okay, that's deep. Uh I don't know. I I would have to think on that some more just from the simple from the standpoint of, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the move anybody who has a choice, it's always to disparage. The black part of you. Mm. Sage Steele, for example. Oh, boy. Does that all the time. I don't get Sage Steele. I don't understand it. It's like, if it's good, it's because it's from a white side. And if it's bad, it's because it's from the black side.
1: To be honest, I don't know her background. Did she have an experience where like she was
0: ostracized? I don't know. I don't know her personal story. But I just know that when I see her, her rhetoric, it's always pro-nationalism. Uh, military, these white talking tropes. And anybody who, who's listening to us knows the white talking tropes as opposed to the the black perspectives. She always identifies more with the white talking tropes.
1: Well, that's, well hmm, now you're getting interesting because I guess depending on the type of black person you're talking to, they might more, like I still think black people are a lot more, have more, in line with, with the other group that we like to uh, acknowledge, the other group being being the LGBTQ no, or white. I'm referring to in this case. We're talking about the necessarily the alt right, but those who sheer sh- 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 towards the conservative side. Yeah, there's a lot of commonality there. Where I'm like, other than a few, that's key- that. That's that
0: Jesus thing, though. No. I mean, that's a pretty big part of the country, and that's that's all based off of slave shit to me. I just felt like master taught you that shit and that's all you've ever had here and you mm-hmm. held on to it because you felt like that kept you closer to something. But black man, you didn't... When they took you from your country... Oh, boy. You weren't praising Jesus. Jesus wasn't in your life. Christianity wasn't in your life. I feel you. So know. we've completely abandoned when created a new culture and our new culture... Uh, a big pillar of it is Christianity, or uh, the nation of Islam. So, well, okay, I'll, I'll get there in a second.
1: I will say quickly, though, there are there is evidence that there were some cultures in Africa that did have a monotheistic sort of faith. Mm-hmm. So, the concept of like one one God isn't completely foreign mm-hmm. to African people. But I no. I feel you in terms no, no, no. Of like the waves. I understand what you're saying. No. Yeah,
0: I have that same and struggle. To be honest, like they all have some version of a messiah too. But at yeah. this, but it's yeah. it was not called. It's not some correct blue eyed blonde head. I feel you, white yeah. man. So we have that
1: same kind of conversation. Like my mom's devoutly religious, and I'm like, mm, I have this struggle where I can't really look at this and go and not think like, wait a minute, how much of this is actually germane to my Or even authentic. Yeah, like, mm, you know, but anywho, Nation Islam, they do some good, Mm -hmm. but I do have some concerns with how the organization is structured, Mm -hmm. how the money flows,
0: some of the things they do. So you should have that same type of thing with the Christianity with the church. Yeah, it's the same thing. The money flows to a person, Mm -hmm. not to God. I do. It's just or the community per se. Well,
1: sometimes the nation of Islam is is uh, positioned as if like it's like the viable alternative, a lot of
0: the things you have issues with in your you know mainstream religions they don't have. I'm like, well, you don't. And you also have to, don't have to be the part of the nation to practice Muslim either. This, well, they practice their own version of, of Islam. Of Islam, yeah. You I mean you can be a Muslim without being a part of the nation of Islam, that That's actual true. group. I mean, there are. I mean, just like you could be a, a Christian without being a Catholic. It's, there's different factions underneath this uh, this this faith or this religion. I just feel like all of it creates a conflict. It can, no, it does. Because with this, yes, this is a good side. There are virtues. There are uh, positive aspects of all faiths, except for Satanism or. I don't want you to understand that shit. But ones that believe in one God, faith based, family structure, nuclear family structure, mm-hmm. all those things. Nuclear family structure? Careful. You're getting problematic. Exactly. You're getting problematic. Exactly. <laughs> we can't even do that no more. Which makes me think this whole thing is bullshit because now you're tearing down, even in your churches, to be more accepting, To you're tearing down this notion of a nuclear family structure, although it's a part of this it, very pillar. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a concrete part of your shit. Like, what you mm. you just moving this around? Yeah, just like they did with Christmas. Like, if you understand the story of Christmas, Christmas was created to kind of appease the pagan to kind of bring them into the yeah. church. Hey man, we'll take on some of your stuff and you Dude, come on in. Exactly. Yeah. You're just making this shit up as you go along. And that's how that's how I feel about all of that shit. It's just you're making this shit up as you go along, and that's cool if that works for you and it gets you to wherever you need to be. But don't come over here with that shit, trying to tell me I'm X, Y, and Z because I don't do X, Y, and Z. And a lot believe. of people do this. That's you. And they're doing the same thing with the vaccination. Well, okay. And you <laughs> keep and you keep wait, and people keep saying this. Wait a minute. That's oh, kind of a, but that's it affects me. But I'm like, that's kind of a leap. If you're vaccinated, you're protected. How are you? How was it? It affects them. They're dying from this disease if they don't get vaccinated. That's a personal choice. But, but again, I understood. The
1: goal is to get what I think it's eighty percent. A yeah. uh, vaccination rate. So, you're right. There's going to be a 21% that's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think the concern is they aren't seeing they being, uh, the health organizations aren't seeing a fast enough adoption rate because their concern is that, to your point, you're bringing up, like, well, things are already, you're already seeing variants coming out. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, That's their concern. Like, it's going to keep going because you're not having enough immunity built up. Mm. And and then And the problem is, I'm not a scientist. Like, that's not my field. Right. So if someone goes, well, I'm skeptical of that.
0: Other than me, I don't, I don't directly question the vaccine. I I, I question people's uh, behavior around it. now don't. Uh, to your point. and it's usually like we we we're not like when was the last person we gave shit like what last white person we gave shit about the vaccine? It's now it just seems to be black people. Whatever black person isn't taking this vaccine or is not vaccinated. Let's drag them through the mud. In the I don't media. think
1: I don't. I think I don't think black culture in general cares about what white people do.
0: In that regard, no white people care about what black people do, and they create they create narratives around it. I would say,
1: if you want to go on that, I would say there could be those who use black attack dogs. I don't want to say that. Yeah, black um, attack dogs to sort of push a certain agenda,
0: mm-hmm. like a Roland Martin or like a uh, Jason Whitlock. I don't I don't count Jason Woodlock as anything. It's just, I, I don't I'm care. glad you don't. I'm glad you don't. But he does do the same type of thing that Rowan Martin Jason does. Jason Whitlock. He does, but... White white people do. My problem with Jason Whitlock
1: is that I'm cool with like having critiques and you know trying to be edgy and you know, having your different perspective, but it seems like even with like all the information, he still refused to be like, okay, I can understand the other perspective. Like, I'm going to stick to my narrative because he was paying my bills. Mm-hmm. That's what I should say. Still, I'm... I don't agree with a lot of stuff you guys say. necessarily. I think it's kind of bad shit, to be quite honest. But I have issues when people, even when you, have the, you, you want to be the contrarian, and you refuse to at least acknowledge, like, the other perspective. Like, it's
0: completely, like, unreasonable. I'm all right. I spend all my time trying to think from the other perspective. Like, okay, so what is it that I'm not getting? Because I don't get it. And I, the vaccine thing, even though I am vaccinated, my issue is not the vaccine itself. It's... Now it's the behavior around it. I yeah. told my father it's been politicized. He's like, he's not even politicized. No, it, it has been. It, it has been. It's it, it's creating a divide to such mm-hmm. that it affects how people deal with each, with each other.
1: I mean, you created, I mean, the term anti-vaxxers has been around before this, but it
0: still yeah. has, like, more of a political tone to it. it when I hear it, you're, I, no, the symbol, the face for that. Like, it's, it's funny, like, black people, most of us aren't really anti-vaxxers. We're just scared. Like we 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 don't know what this thing is. We don't know what the thing is, is, that we're trying to get a vaccine and it's it's beating our ass more than it is anybody else True. proportionally. So we have fear, and when a lot of us don't want to react out of fear. Oh, I gotta go get this vaccine because I'm scared and I don't know what this vaccine is, is another unknown that you're throwing at me. Mm-hmm. But then my thing would be, I'm cool with that,
1: but then art counts kind of my point before. I'm cool with you getting information from a variety of sources, but when you start like, not you, when people start touting like brother, what's that guy's name, the young Nation Islam guy's name, uh, brother Riza Riza Islam, mm-hmm. is, like your
0: source mm-hmm. of like why I'm not doing this. I'm like. I, I would say this, like it doesn't. See, people do that too. Like that's your source? No, it's not necessarily my my it's my only source
1: because you're quoting that. You're but, quoting them like verbatim, saying we well, talk to scientists. Well, why don't you just go?
0: But why doesn't he—that person, whoever is influenced by that, that could be an influencer. That could, that could be fine as one of the influences of why I'm I'm giving this some pause because I'm hearing other things. We are selling the new Nikes, the new hotness. I don't need an influencer to push that shit. I'm not trying to buy products. We're it's talking not, about health It's wellness. not. It's not, cool with, I, it's not that. What I'm saying is it's one of the things that I'm hearing. It's not the only voice that I'm hearing Is anti—what what are the things that— one of the reasons why I had paused is that there was actually a congressional hearing with a doctor standing up saying, spewing facts about the vaccine. Uh, the lady? The yeah. Woman, I forget her name. i are you talking about? It's like, you can't mandate this for employment, and you got all this, all these holes in this shit. You got a lot of holes in this shit. Scientifically, I'm not talking about some bullshit they read on the internet. Scientifically, what you actually came out of your mouth. Like, they they sent me a pack when I got the vaccine. They sent me a sheet that said you could still transmit it. It's not a hundred percent, blah 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 blah. And with that being said, if it's if it's not a hundred percent, there's still things that's still foggy. You just when I got it, it wasn't FDA. Well, no, it just got, got FDA approved. But it what hadn't been, it was emergency approved only. Mm-hmm. This gives reason for people to pause and wait. But my thing would be instead of talking to a congressional
1: group of people who don't have scientific background, okay. You've got her and other, group, other people who are the doctors or researchers who have, you know, their concerns. Mm-hmm. Then have them have a discussion with their peers about this topic. Because the thing is, when she start going into the details, I remember
0: watching that and, you know, reading the comments. Like, see? Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, guys, you don't know what the fuck i No, I'm, I'm listening to her directly. I won't know. listen to read comments. So but people what are stupid. What
1: I'm stupid. saying is, even when she's, like, setting certain points explaining certain parts, uh, certain holes and, like, not certain, certain pieces of the studies she's referencing. Mm-hmm. Not you. As a layperson, you don't really understand what's being said there. You mm-hmm. you kind of garner because she's able to articulate in a way for you to, like, interpret. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you don't really have the, the skills necessary to be able to, like, challenge or vet what she's saying. You just have to like, take it as gospel because she's a PhD. Right. So my thing is, like, then have someone, or a peer of her, or a group of peers have that conversation because they will be on the same tier or the same level to actually there should, be, it there
0: should be like a, a, a town hall meeting or some type of pre- something where you can give more clear information to people so there's not I everyone's totally not agree. so foggy.
1: I think they've and I think that's why they go after your Kyrie Urbans. They go and granted there's a labor piece of that, obviously. They go after your Nicki Minaj's because they have such a polarizing voices. Mm-hmm. their concerns that you clearly saw Nicki Minaj. Yeah. She
0: said that, and you have a fucking island people who gonna go. Oh well, Nikki said it. Nikki's weird. She is, but yeah, you know. Dead in the pedophile. Your brother's a pedophile. <sighs> yeah, something weird going on there, and I don't know what it is. It's funny you mentioned that. This is all. This is not something we
1: plan to talk about. But there's, there's these two uh comedians out of Toronto, mm-hmm. Abba and Preach. You may I don't know if you have ever heard of them. Mm. One's Ethiopian, one's like I believe he's Haitian. Mm-hmm. You know they they. They do comedy, but I honestly know them for their like reaction videos. They're like watch a video and they kind of react to it and kinda respect it. It's entertaining for me. And normally I don't like watching someone watch a video and then reacting to it. Yeah, I feel you. It's weird. But <laughs> they came across something that was like really weird. You were talking about like the whole pedophilia thing. There was I don't know this 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 dude's name. I don't know who what he does, mm-hmm. but there was like this middle aged, probably like forties or fifties black dude. Mm-hmm. Who was essentially like started off like, "Hey, I sympathize with R. Kelly." I was like, "I thought it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, the stuff you normally hear." He was abused as a kid. Um, The girls were asking for all that dumb shit. Okay, not that abuse isn't factoring, but some point you got to take accountability. But it was disturbing because essentially he was admitting to sleeping with underage girls online with his face shown. It's like, I'm like, what are you, like, okay, one, that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, bro, I, you're telling yeah, I the audience that you're normally messing with girls who are underage. Like, mm-hmm. you realize that's not okay. Not that's not smart. That's so. legal. That's, yeah. that's illegal. Illegal, yeah. And one thing that was weird was he was essentially saying that certain men have appetites, okay, and— once you are able to say, once you actually get a taste of what that world is like, it's hard for you to stop. I was like, "What, what the fuck does that mean?" Essentially, <clears throat> my, I I'll show you all the gross. It was it was pretty fucking disgusting, and I don't get disgusted easily. But I was like, "Bro, I need a shower. This is just disgusting." Essentially, all the benefits of a woman without all the negatives. It, it was weird. Wait. So I don't. I really don't want to get in. It, it
0: was well, you get into it. It's like I'm trying to. It was gross. Yes, it was it's gross. Well, we understand. We're not going to. Okay. We're not going to judge you. I'm
1: no, not no, going to no. judge you. He was essentially saying like, um, repeat it. Gravity hasn't taken over yet. Oh. I don't have a lot of experience or anything you do, there's like there's amazing, and exciting, and that becomes intoxicating to the guy First because it's all. like, oh,
0: now you feel. It, Even as a 20 anymore. year old, you know how young a 20 year old is. They barely have any experience too. Why you have to go after a fourteen year old? I think, I think you were saying for some people. No, you're sick. You, want, I agree. You want something impubescent, like you. Yeah, you do have a certain appetite, and that appetite needs to be locked up and you need to throw away the key. It was weird, and that to me, when you said that, like some people, I'm like, I, I was thinking like
1: maybe like her brother or like the douche if they were in that category where they just kind of have this
0: thing, this like this this um fetish. Yeah. So I was like, it was just yeah. It it's no longer a fetish when when you start acting on it. Like, you can have a fetish. Nah, I don't— you I can, think even if you have that fetish, I think you need to get it checked out. Like, I think that if it's something that— If you're breaking laws, yes, yeah,
1: you, you need to get it checked out. You need to talk to a therapist and—
0: If it has to do out. with animals, if it has to do with uh, 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 children, um, if it has to do with— um, getting gang banged, like all those fetishes, you need to vet those things out. Well, the last one, if everybody's consenting, that's, that's your No, that's business. fine, but that's I think that th- 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 you still need to have it checked out to make sure it's that's just... That's not
1: my idea of a good time,
0: but... It's th- not my idea of a good time either. It sounds horrible for everyone involved, but at the same time, <laughs> I feel like you need to you need to flesh that shit out. You need to talk to somebody because maybe that's coming from somewhere. Maybe you being choked and spanked is coming from some type of dark place or being gang banged or being degraded Maybe that's coming from somewhere, but you need to get that shit checked out. You but, got some weird shit going on. You need to talk to somebody about that. The, shit. I guess it'd be the Bangui in that scenario. They may just enjoy it. May just be a good time. That's fine, but I'm sure there's probably some underlying issue that needs to be hammered home, hey, hammered out, instead of her just being hammered on. <laughs> that that it might was be too a good, easy for me not to say. That might be a good Friday night. <sighs> that sounds like a a horrible Friday. Night. Listen,
1: I sounds like a headache I'm Saturday all morning. For People consenting adults doing what they want to do. I'm not. Get your shit together.
0: <laughs> okay. No, explain. Right,
1: and I don't no, know random. It was just you saying
0: that I was like, you know, maybe. No, I mean that. we we talked about that. Like I've talked about just like and I don't mean to disrespect anyone, okay Yeah, you do. Maybe. But just like members. It's sexuality, right? Who you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. This is sexuality. It's not gender. So let me try to say this the right way because people are listening. Sexuality, such as homosexuality and heterosexuality Mm -hmm. and bisexuality. Then there's people born with pedophilia. This is the thing that they have. This is not... Something they could just turn off or something they do because they want to do hood rat things. This is <laughs> this is part of their nature and who they are. Uh, like, uh, I, they are sexually attracted to children. Okay. So what do we do about this? Like, what what, if, what advancement in society have we made? Because we're too busy trying to hide it and not talk about it and being disgusted by it. Like you actually need to find something real. Then it gets that gets. I, I feel what you're saying because it's like to your point, there is a segment
1: of society that may have this just innate in
0: them, and it, it may be larger than we think because it's, it's so taboo. It's possible. So what I'm saying is, what do we have in place to really help people? Is there any helping? I th- I honestly think I don't think society's
1: really at a point yet where that's you sad openly.
0: But you We know. can shit on. We can, we can be. We can we can get BBLs. We can we can turn men into women and women into men. But we can't combat something that's been around for a very long time that we've been hushed on. That's part of the reason with the whole religion thing. Like it creates these taboos in society we don't even want to talk about and think about. So therefore we don't address. We don't actually try to f- try to help people. We've been trying to lobotomize or do whatever we else we can to these to people with these sick urges. Instead of actually trying to create something, I'm sorry, I'm long winded. But actually trying to oh. figure out something that actually helps these people instead of just putting them putting them away for 20 years and they come out and you do the same thing all over again. So I think uh, you did say sick people, you but
1: you meant medically sick, not like Mm-mm. I get what you're saying.
0: I agree. Yeah, but I mean, because you what don't want you don't necessarily. Like, there may be a, a large population of them that know that this is wrong. Matter of fact, they all know. Society's teaching you in so many different ways that this is wrong. That's mm-hmm. why you hide it. Yeah. So yeah, they would say that they're medically sick too. Yeah, I, mean, I would think yeah, I would think you are. Um, I think simply put, and uh, for me, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. If I don't say that they're medically sick, then I'm putting them in the same line with those other sexuality groups, and then one day, there'll just be a sexuality group that likes children. I mean, we don't want that. I've I've heard that argument. So I have to I have to use I have to say that they're medically sick. Because no, I, not, I you, normalize it if I don't. I, I get what you're saying. You're not saying
1: it in a derogatory, where you're more of like, hey, this, to me, this looks like there may be some type of trauma uh, issue there. Yeah. Uh, some type of imbalance. Yes. And if you don't treat it like you treat any other kind of medical condition, they could potentially use the like the society being more open to alternative sort of views on sexuality and how things you know work or mm-hmm. should work. I feel you. I get what you're going. We're already having all that shit challenged now. Um, I think, honestly, it's kind of— it's kind of like one of the points that Dave Chappelle and others, you know, who've made way before him, uh, when it comes to, I think when things are super complex and layered, like especially talk, you're speaking about, especially with the trans experience,
0: that's mm-hmm. a very layered. Very layered. Because it's not, I remember I was talking to my girl about it, like it has nothing to do with sexuality. It's gender identity. Yeah, which is a whole, like that's a whole so, other thing. And then you people, can have yeah. that gender identity on top of a sexuality. Yep. And we've only had like Red or green? Exactly for, for a very long, a long, time. long time. So now we're like, wait, red, green, it's, and blue and purple. Yeah, like people and blue take, and purple come from me. Like it, it, it takes time. Blue and purple is very close to each other, so yeah. we don't really can't really differentiate. It's gonna take time for society to wrap their heads around it. And I think you're just
1: gonna have to accept that it's gonna take time.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I I don't think that. <laughs>
1: okay, so because a lot of people, this is a very novel. So maybe if you live in a large city where there's diverse ideas and opinions. It may not be as taboo, but in certain, like, most of America is our small towns. Black people, we struggle with this. We do, too. But I'm saying, I think black people...
0: I'm with, As hmm. far as, like, hmm. accepting and getting their minds around it, I think we struggle There's layers there more too. than most. There's We're, layers there, too. So when we talk about, and I know that I said, that didn't, I know it's a triggering thing for me. Uh-oh. So the, the bug-breaking thing. And... What you're basically creating that there is and I is that real by the way? it is real uh I've read some accounts in which so the the strategy is the master takes the the head of the the household, the male slave, mm-hmm. and if he's done something or maybe if he's just feeling froggy, I guess he will uh humiliate him sexually in front of his family.
1: How does that work
0: okay i but, but I mean but wouldn't you have to have some
1: kind of s- sexual arousal to do the humiliating thing how are you gonna have sex with someone the white man bends the black man over a log no 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 but I, but there's still a biological portion where you have to things have to rise like the white man is that's fully okay with this that's what, that's what I'm referring to like is it just an excuse to dabble in like your sexual desire yeah because I'm like I'm like I get humility. He's a rapist. Uh, he's he's a rapist. Like, so what? You just like you just like men. You just use an excuse to, or just like conquering, conquering, and then wanting to... The, oh, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's a get your point. I'm sorry. I, I Case just, and example. Case and
0: example. Is the last right. smart shit I'm gonna say, and next I'm just doing being stupid for the rest of the show. Five minutes. We we're getting close. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so this is good stuff. So with like serial killers. Okay. They don't necessarily get turned on by the woman that they raped or serial rapists. The uh, woman just it's the violence. It's the whole act in itself. Gotcha. Like Ted Bundy would go back to the to the, the crime scene or where the burial site is, think about what he did, get hard again, and sexually satisfy himself. Weird shit, right? Yeah. yeah. But That's same true. thing is happening with this sick slave master. He's using this as an excuse to satisfy his sexual proclivities, but he's also destroying someone. College words, all right. I I did—I went. I went. (laughs) I got to use the education. somebody reading, all right. So he's humiliating him, breaking that nuclear family, because Mm. now he's ashamed, ostracizing himself. Who knows who he ends up abusing because he's been abused, and you create this—this is— in my mind, one of the creations of pedophilia being so rampant in the black archetype. Mm. Wait, well, okay, wait. Through buck breaking through sexual deviancy um, being purported on the female, and because the female's getting raped, too. You're going to rape the man, you're going to rape the woman, too. Both being raped culturally enough times to where we have this issue in our society kind of at a disproportional rate, just like COVID. Hmm. We just don't talk about it because we're spiritual, we're Christians. We are taught to hide things that are not godly instead of actually addressing them and getting rid of them or working on them. Hmm. So you hide this throughout society, and you foster an R. Kelly. So we're struggling with this in a way that's twofold. This is— this is something that we see is horrible, so we kind of push it away and it's it was it's it's been introduced to us through history through slavery, but not th- saying that there's not it's are, not, raping and all that didn't go on in Africa beforehand, but are we discounting it's interesting, I didn't think about that perspective,
1: not discounting, but are we downplaying just the inequality that you know, women may have faced—I I don't know if I had to say slavery is the reason why women get were getting raped. It may just be that— Well, people, women getting get raped back at, in the period because women were property kind right. of, too. It was more of like a—he you know, could argue whether or not that was like, you know—
0: and if you, Yeah, if you're married—well, let's just say a, a husband or wife, if you're married to your wife, no one can actually say you're raping your wife if you're raping your wife. Because it's supposed to be consensual sex when you're married. At least in those times,
1: that was a very distorted view of things. But yeah. I,
0: I you can't say. refuse him sex if he wants it. Like, that type of thing. Like, I yes, can. you can.
1: Yeah, you can. You can, totally can,
0: ladies. <laughs> my girl, that's all the time. And when <sighs> she becomes my wife, she'll continue to do it. Wait, if you, Probably you, even more. way do you have kids? If, if you have kids. <laughs> well. You got to plan them out. It, it it's It's on the horizon, hopefully. But. All right. But no, that's
1: interesting. I gotta. I'm. A, I'm am I'm not even going to challenge you on that one. I just. I've never really thought of that perspective.
0: You can look into it, because um, I. I kind of stumbled up Tariq Nasheed. I. I he pops I up him. on my timeline. He's a little. He's a little abrasive, and a little bit much. I have a hard time taking historical facts from an ex pimp. I'm just going to be honest. it's I, not just him though. I'm I was able to in. actually look up. Bug breaking and googling, come up with de- several sources I'm of stories about, of this shit. I just I always
1: like, wait, the guy who talked, Art the Mackin, <laughs> was like, hey, I get it, I get it, but
0: yeah, he's not somebody that I necessarily feel like is a, a role model. But I feel you,
1: just because someone may have a background that's a little unconventional, they may introduce ideas and topics that are legitimate. That's fair, exactly.
0: That's fair. Um, so yeah, that's where my whole uh, opposition to the whole thing. And understanding that black people may have a little bit more of not opposition towards the LGBTQ community, but just the way black people are being treated as though, or black men, like mm-hmm. heterosexual men in particular, are being treated as though we hate them or we don't want, we wish they didn't exist. We don't want, we don't want to be a part of them. We're, we're transphobic or homophobic or whatever. You gotta understand in our culture, we've been taught that this is, so wrong to the point where we don't want this anywhere near us as a man, especially when the man, you're trying to grow up like a man, a black man is always trying to validate themselves in the society already. So we don't need any of that mass trying to attach to us. Right. Masculinity is at a premium. Exactly. And anything um, that challenges that mass- very limited resource is. We are, to tend to be a little aggressive towards actually. Yep. Like that type of fear. we become aggressive. Saying. Does not condone the behavior of, being abusive towards somebody in that community. But if I could just, you know, I don't know, explain it a little bit. And so that people, because I, I see a lot of black male bashing on the internet. um Just we're homophobic, transphobic, we don't treat our women right, we ain't shit, we in jail, we stagging our pants, blah, 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 blah. Not discounting the fact that the same reason why you call a black woman brave, because she's going through a lot of uh, society uh, a lot discriminating it, a lot of problems. Yeah. Men are going through a good number of that, too. Not all of it, because she's also a woman, so she gets she gets it twofold. But black men also have to go through that. Especially with our sexuality. Mm. We were once fetishized upon. What At one point. Black men, too. Once? Black men. And well, po- I mean, still. I was going to say, like... I mean, in a way... That it has it still
1: rings You've true got today. Porn dramas are kinda are dedicated to that whole sort of ideal. Yeah. Just kinda So kinda weird. I mean, yeah, it should, well, it's just this, layered.
0: This has been a heavy episode. It has been. It wasn't it's not supposed to be, man. It's supposed to be funny. Don't tell a joke. I'm tired. I wanna go on.
1: <laughs> well, that was uh man, got your shit on the soapbox. All right. Yeah, I, it's This Rebel brother, brother X. Nah, I'm talking shit. Don't do that. But um, yeah, I was gonna we were gonna get into John Gruden thing, but essentially, John Gruden is just a representation of kind of what's been happening in, in certain circles.
0: John Gruden it, is another example of what I'm talking about mm. because that shit didn't get real until um the New York Times article what he actually said about Roger Goodell got printed. So over the weekend we got the lips as big as Michelin tires, which White people, y'all still do that. Y'all still talk about our fucking lips. Probably grow up, man. It's twenty twenty one. That sounds like something from the fifties and sixties.
1: If you make a racist joke,
0: make it. If it's funny. I, I'd get it. So then it came out that he called Roger Goodell the f word that rhymes uh, with maggot. And then the shit that's came that he e came. Yep, yeah. and it. that to me feels like, oh, he could call Maurice DeMora Smith a nigga, but. Once the F word gets dropped, and that to me, it, it feels like, are you doing it to them? It's cool. Are you doing it to them too? Nah. It kind of makes me feel like it's okay if you discriminate against a black person. To your
1: point, I heard more talk about the Michael Sam portion of like the you know, that
0: whole yes. story. Al- although he he went after everybody. He, he was sending uh, topless pictures of cheerleaders. Wow via email, he was doing all types of stupid shit. Damn, John, you're wild. Get, get a Gmail account. <laughs> get a BlackBerry or something. Get off the company computer yeah. while you're doing this stupid. Make shit Make a lot of money, bro. Get your own phone. You, you make too much. You make too much money and too successful to be this stupid. But, the but thing a lot is, of football coaches are dumb, and I mean, a lot of people in that world are. Only thing I'll say not is, as smart as you think they are. I would be shocked. A lot of head trauma. Uh, <laughs> he,
1: <laughs> if John Green's doing this, I somehow doubt. I think who made this point? Maybe I'll turn it sharp. Maybe Bay. I forget who made the point. I doubt he's in a vacuum saying these comments. People are like, hey, John, it's what going, are you doing? It's, stop, the, it's stop, going John. to the
0: owner of Okay, the email on the email chain was the owner of the Redskins. Um, I believe the vice president or president of Hooters. Um It's Randall. Well, he he's he does promotion with them. He's uh, good friends. He okay. does who does okay. commercials? I was like, what the? Somebody uh high up in Corona because he does again. He's friends with those people because he does ads for them too. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is a culture of this shit. I mean, and that's their group and, chat. And that's their group chat. I've heard worse yeah. than all this shit. That's the group chat. And people I talk to on a regular daily basis.
1: So yeah. I would say, John Gruden, if you're listening, get a group chat off the company. Mm-hmm. Off the company? Uh, <laughs>
0: no, grind, grind. John Gruden, if you're listening, rest on your millions. You'll never get a job again in football. Give him four years. No. Give him four years. Nobody wants to be next to that. For now. I mean, they probably gave him a good amount of money to go away. For Permanently. Him. The NFL doesn't care. They don't really care about this type of stuff. They do and they don't. They they have to care. For money.
1: For money, In terms of keeping the money flowing yeah. in. But to feel like they culturally care. They don't give a shit. John Gruden is doing the same thing. That everybody's doing. Now, I want to say every single person who works there has a, does all this stuff, but John Gruden is not the only person with just boys saying wild shit and sending pictures. He's not. No. He's not. And I'm pretty sure, like the NFL Players Association, at least at all,
0: it'll get real. I also don't think—only now, in, only because it affects the way the NFL does business and the way John Gruden— like That's your last business. word in. Go ahead, Yeah, sir. this is my last thing I'm yeah. going to say— don't think that—we um, can talk about this more next time, but I don't think that necessarily what he did constitute—what he did in a vacuum constituted him being fired. But well, you just said it. I think it was— It's because of the way the you Raiders, affect business. They, the Raiders, the, the hell, he didn't care. The owner, he was like, whatever. He was still at that point, like, he came back with— But them. even all the extra stuff, like, this is stuff that actually gets said all the time. Yeah. And nobody's necessarily like, oh, my God, he said those things. They're saying that shit, but people think these things. People's, people think worse. If you were to open up the group chat of any, not any— The group chat of pretty much most people. Most people. Men, women, whatever you— No matter what I the ask, group is. They got some, something negative to say about some other there's group.
1: Some wild, there's some wild—there's stuff that get everybody fired.
0: Yes. And it's just I'm not saying that Not suitable to, for work.
1: To— Excuse John Gruden. Hey man, you got caught. You got, got hey, caught, bro. That's what it is. You got well, caught. But let's not do the whole cultural. This is reprehensible. I can't believe he's doing this. It's like I can't.
0: Come on, I can't. Yeah. I've heard worse. You will hear worse. This is going to happen yeah. again. But well, that's been Deuce's wild another episode. Hey, it's a heavier episode, but uh, yeah, it's a good
1: one. All right, uh, you know, make sure you uh, interact with the brand comment comment share like share with your friends yes there'll be uh, some stuff coming that'll you know give you guys the opportunity to get more involved
0: I think we're gonna start putting up polls at some point maybe yeah. some good poll questions we're not gonna be so rigid and so boring uh the whole time but we're growing hope you guys grow with us this has been Deuces Wild until next time